1: Feel back to Hachimura! First off happy thanksgiving to everybody. We' more just shocking can hear from him and understanding that he gets the most assist for me and the most school back together. You know the culture. It's actually being To sit up there and to say you don't have a culture problem in the nation's capital, everything about the organization points to a culture issue.
0: One guy took a, took a s**t in another
1: guy's shoe. I'm a little pissed off about it, but I know how I am. I was kind of expecting it, honestly. It's disrespectful. He's what's like carry <laughs> killmonger going for total domination what's happening behind we're not gonna be fucking sunk this year we're the Stanley Cup champions yeah
0: welcome to the first episode of the Beltway Sports Bros podcast thank you for joining us I'm Matt this is my brother Noel hey guys So this show will be airing Monday through Friday, covering all things DC sports and random topics that pop into our heads. So this is a sports show. What better way to start things off? Talking about the lack of sports in our lives, what we're doing to fill the void. Noel, how are you feeling about this whole thing? I'm absolutely loving this.
1: I mean, I'm built for this. I I hate people anyway, so it's it's perfect for me. It absolutely is. I mean, it's um oh. Everybody's complaining about this thing. Let me get straight. I get to stay home for work. I don't have to go and deal with idiots at work. I don't, have to go <laughs> to go to I don't have to go to stores and deal with idiots there. I hate everyone anyway. So it's perfect. For you, you're more miserable because you got a three-year-old at home that won't leave you the fuck alone. Yeah. I've got two kids that are older. When I tell them to shut the hell up and get out of my face, they do it. And I don't see them for two days it's awesome. It's perfect for me. Absolutely perfect. I want the zombie apocalypse. Like this can go on as long as it possibly can. I have no excuse. I have a valid excuse not to go out and do anything at all. How many times have I told you that the only thing I want in life is something like this, a cave with (laughs) the and just to be left alone. This is, this is great. I'm loving it. Absolutely. It can keep coming.
0: Keep Michelob coming, man. I can agree with some of that. I mean, there is, I feel like I'm a little bit more Social than you are at this point in my life, but you know, I'm you are much older, so I could at that point be a little bit, you know. I've always been like this.
1: Uh, I've well, never liked, <laughs>
0: I've yeah. always
1: been like this. Is I was built for this. It's
0: perfect. Well, okay. I'm I'm happy that it's all working out for you. The rest of society, I'm not so sure. But hey, I'm glad it's working out. Anyway, all right. Let's let's focus on sports here, Noel. Do you mind? You okay with yeah, that? Yeah. Okay. Do that. What have you been doing when it comes to sports? I mean, there's no sports on. You to know, you. To I mean, you.
1: <laughs> I, I, I find things. I'm a true sports fan.
0: I mm. mean, I'm a genuine. Through
1: so I find I find it. Competition is sport. So these are the ones that I watched this weekend. All right. I watched um, what's called the cherry pit spitting competition. Interesting. It, yeah. Beast. <laughs> oh, there, there. It, it was up in the hills somewhere, and um, I mean. There wasn't a full set of teeth in the bunch. Let's put it that way. Well, so that goes without saying. Yeah, it was at some freaking cherry orchard and it's an annual event. This is their masters. Okay.
0: This is their big event of the year.
1: So, well, I'm it watching. It makes sense
0: that it's televised. Are, are the other versions televised of this cherry pit spitting, or is this the old no one? No clue. I, I, I
1: mean, I'm new to this. I, uh, I'll acknowledge are. it. I, I'm new to the tour. Okay. <laughs> so, I mean, but I did hear that this was like their masters. Okay. Okay. So, they had all the big-time players there, and um, the guy that won it, his name was Boomerang Barts. Oh, you memorized he, that, huh? I remember the name, Boomerang Barts. It's pretty okay. catchy. Yeah, okay. And um, I think he had three teeth, too. That's what I remember. <laughs> he was, he was in he the top sh- of the heap. Yeah, he bombed this thing. So, they get two They get two spits of a cherry pit, right, for distance, and um, he won it with a 53-footer. I mean, bombed this thing. Damn. So, yeah. It was a uh, slow-mo. They have the guy go out there and measure it like shot put. And, um, yeah, he won it. I think they get a, like a basket of cherries or some shit as the win. You know, it's because it's at an orchard. Oh. So, yeah, that was my first one. It was a triple header. So, bear with me. Triple. This is tri- – no, this was a triple header. The next show that I watched was Rock Skipping. Mm. Okay? They had Rock Skipping. Dear God. And um, it's off Lake Michigan. It's an annual event. The person that won that had 20 skips. Now, I've skipped a rock here and there. I, I don't think 20 skips is all that much. No, I mean, they, had to comp- they had to compensate for waves and stuff like that. But they judged it, and they, they have these guys out there, these old guys that look like they got one foot in the grave with their little suits on judging this competition. And uh, But, yeah, they were doing it in slow-mo. It was, it was high-end. It was on ESPN.
0: I mean, it's got to be legit, right? So, 22 skips, you said? 20 skips, 20 oh, skips. 20, so you, you weren't impressed with that. I mean, you're not much no. of an outdoorsman, uh, neither am I. I, I, I mean, I've skipped a rock,
1: like across a pool, maybe. <laughs> a pool. <laughs> yeah, So you need a and controlled then, environment. Yeah, so, and then I had the um, sign twirling competition. This was, a, again, a triple header, oh, and God. it finished off with a sign twirling. You know, those signs that they have out in corners. Where they give them, like, the meth heads and the homeless people for a McDouble, you know, in, like, 120-degree weather. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, those signs. So, they were spinning. Go ahead. Yeah. So, this was more of, like, a figure skating competition where they said, you know, the level of difficulty that they did, if they did, like, a triple Lutz or a triple flip, whatever the hell they called these things. So, they had that. That was in Vegas. And it's an annual, the sign-twirling national championship is what they call it. All of it on ESPN Ocho. Everybody should check it out. So if you're a real sports fan, you find a way, all right? I'm just Uh, telling you.
0: The Ocho. Don't forget that. And uh, I'll make sure to post the entire schedule on the Twitter page if you're okay with that. Yeah, and if you need any uh, help with
1: research or the players that are doing it, I'm your man.
0: Yeah, well, hey, at least you can say you're good for something. That's very interesting stuff, so thank you for that. That was Really good. But, you know, what I actually have been watching, because, I mean, there's all these documentaries, right? You got your Jordan one, you got your this or that. But because this is a D.C. sports podcast, Alex Smith, I mean, my God, what a unbelievable documentary. It was it was heart wrenching. It was, you know, very difficult to watch, to say the least. I don't believe that you actually watched it, but it it was really, from my perspective, it it was so engaging and so inspirational. I mean, it really was. And yeah. Mm. Interesting stuff. I you don't, I don't see, you don't seem impressed.
1: No, I don't care. Okay. Um, the only thing that I get out of that situation is he screwed the Redskins for the la- for the for three years. Um, he's stealing from the Redskins. He's twenty million against the cap, and I'm supposed to root for this guy to make it through and and and. While he's rotting on a bench, he's the highest paid coach on the team, allegedly. It's absolutely insane. I don't care. I don't need to see this guy's mangled leg. And you're sending me pictures of it. A black and blue leg (laughs) that looks like a freaking leg of lamb. I mean, it's it's a disaster. And for what? To see his fight back to the NFL? This guy would be lucky to freaking walk. Okay? And so we're still consistently paying this guy. Instead of him bowing out, this guy's supposed to be such a super nice guy and all that. I don't know. Negotiate the contract again. Reduce the money down. Help the Redskins in some way. They're hand-strung because of you. Yeah, they've got salary cap space right now, but they could have almost double what they have right now because this guy needs to squat on it. He's he's done nothing. He played like shit when he was with them, and I don't care that he's gone, and I don't need to see a documentary about this guy to legitimize or see the trials and tribulations of Alex Smith. He's doing just fine. He's got a hot wife and he's got a boatload
0: of money that he didn't work for. He's good. Well, I mean, you can argue that he worked his entire life to get that contract and, and prior contracts before that. And you can also say that any person that gets injured, any player that gets injured, has a guaranteed contract for injury or look at the NBA. You know, everything's guaranteed. MLB, everything's guaranteed. These guys, They get hurt. They're not giving the money back. He's no different than anybody else. They didn't do a documentary on it, though.
1: I don't need to see a guy's leg that looks like somebody wiped their ass with it. I really don't. (laughs) Well, okay. just sit back. Enjoy your 20 million that you're stealing from the Redskins and move on with your day. I don't need to see your Twitter page about, you know, you hopping over cones and all this garbage. Go. Just go sit down, go sit
0: next to Daniel Snyder and hope maybe he gives you a job after this. And that's it. We're done. Well, just for the record, Alex Smith does not have Twitter because I attempted to follow him. <laughs> but regardless of all that, I mean, this was a serious, serious thing. I mean, he had a, a flesh eating bacteria on his leg. And and of course, hold on, hold on. Before you before you cut me off, his whole thing is that, you know, he's working his way back to a a, a position where he can start. Hopefully or I I think that I don't even think he's thinking that. I think he's just putting these drills together, trying to get back to some sense of normalcy in his life. You know what I mean? And so he can play with his kids. I mean, he has those videos online of him doing football drills. It's absolutely amazing. It really is. He shouldn't even have a leg. He was close to dying. You didn't even watch the documentary. So the only
1: question that I have, the only question that I have for you at this point is you haven't hit home with me. The only big question that I have at this point is if he was that close to dying, if he did die, would he count against the cap? All right, moving
0: on. Well, yeah. <laughs> well, a couple of things also I wanted to cover were being DC sports fans. Uh, we've seen many, many lows, some highs. Uh, yeah. But I, I wanted to go over that with you as well. I mean, I, I can start with my version um, you know, it's it, this one's an easy one. RG three, rise and fall. I mean, my God, could it? Could there be any more? Could there be something more uh, that, that could be a ten-part series like this Jordan thing? I mean, how do you go from the rookie of the year, offensive rookie of the year, making the playoffs, beating the Cowboys at the last game of the season, going through this whole thing? I mean, it was an unbelievable display. To blowing out your knee, uh, the the next game, and then. The wheels fell off after that. There, There's nobody in the history. I know that's an easy one, but it's just one that always sticks into my head because, I mean, just looking at clips of that year, and I and I always do that to myself, and I know because it always ends up bad. It doesn't matter what it is. And, you know, him throwing bombs left and right and uh, his completion percentage, his touchdown to interception ratio was unbelievable. I mean, he was just... he. The whole city was behind him. Everybody was behind him. He was genuinely a star in the making with the Redskins which we have not seen in so many years and so used to not seeing that uh and it, it still breaks my heart to this day it really does
1: yeah yeah I mean it was a, it was a really exciting time and in the investment that they gave the trade that they made in order to get him and uh the highest jersey sales as soon as he was drafted it, it was it was a really exciting time. There was national exposure what the Redskins have, hadn't had in a long time.
0: NBC, was, we were on uh, Sunday Night Football, what, three straight weeks? You remember that? Yeah. That was yeah. unbelievable. Unbelievable. I mean, can't even get a National game now. This is where we're at now. But um, that one's mine. We're not going to get into that too far. I know everybody knows that story. But, Noel, what did you have? So, yeah, the one that I'm
1: going with is going to be
0: basically a low. Uh, And just the first
1: thing that popped into my head was the old Gil with the Wiz. Old Gil. Yeah, Yeah, old Gil. (laughs) Gil Gilbert Arenas to everybody else. Uh, 2006 playoffs versus the Cavs. Uh. And, yeah, the six-game series. They lost in six. And in game six, Gil hits a... A three from like 30 feet to take the game to overtime. And uh, I mean, such a high. What a great team. And he goes to the free throw line in OT, misses the first one, and then piece of shit comes up to his ear and jaws at him. Which to me, he'll never be LeBron, he'll always be piece of shit. <laughs> yeah. And he jaws at him and um Gil misses the free throw. Right. Then they get the ball. Cavs take it down the floor. And uh, of all people who had only played 14 freaking seconds in the game, Damon Jones hits a shot and wins the game and they lose the series. And uh, I was absolutely heartbroken, especially the circumstances where it's just a cheap shot by LeBron. I'll never respect him after that. The way he bitches and complains now is just another thing. But I go back way back with this piece. And after that, that game, that team was such an exciting team to watch and could have done some serious damage in the playoffs. I believe they had a great team. The wheels fell off after that, but I think that season was magic and Bill's my favorite player. So that made it feel even worse. And, um, I just, I couldn't. I still can't get over that. Every time I see LeBron on TV, that's the game that I think of, and that situation. And unfortunately for Gilbert, things got worse in his career—the gun thing and the whole and all that. But knee. that time period, yeah, the knee. That time period. Um, I mean, the guy had averaged 35 points a game in the series, and that team—Antoine Jameson, Karan Butler, that crew—they. Could have done some serious damage. So that was pretty heartbreaking for me.
0: Yeah, I mean they kept that team together, you know, after that as well, and 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 honestly pushed probably too hard to keep that team together later on. But at the beginning, I mean, the sky was the limit. It really was. And it's yeah, you know, and the fact that LeBron did not get a technical foul in that is still mind blowing to me and still is disgusting to this day. And I understand that he's LeBron, but at the same time, uh, he wasn't really LeBron at that. That was his first playoff series, and I know he was the anointed yeah. one. But Jesus, it, it was—I I can't go back and watch stuff like that. I don't know how you do, but no, I, I'm well. I'm a masochist. <laughs> I mean, and and going
1: back to being a DC sports fans and the peril that we have. I mean, obviously the Nationals, the Caps have done well re- in recent time. Yeah, and but as far as the the, the Skins and the Wiz. It's been a tough road, man. It really has. I mean, I, I feel like I'm in an abusive relationship and <laughs> I feel like I just keep going back for more because I have no other options and I'm too far invested in it. And it's um I, I just keep on making excuses, you know, like the abuse that has that black eye that says that they ran into a wall instead of saying they got their ass kicked. one down it's <laughs> fell down the steps. <laughs> yeah, I fell down the <laughs> stairs. And that's what I feel like. But I'm just so in so deep now that. These things, as I get older, they don't phase me as much sometimes, no. but it's still very demoralizing. It really is. And um, I just want to
0: vent and make everybody else miserable with me. Hey, there you go. Spread spread the wealth. Yeah, it, you know, it's something that we live as DC sports fans on a, on a daily basis, not just entire seasons, but games, which are microcosms of entire seasons. When, but the Wizards, they always seem to be up. They you just waiting for the ball to drop. Same with the Redskins. I mean, not always up, but you know what I mean. It just always seems like something bad is going to happen. We're always waiting for it, and it's this is no way to live. You know, really no way to live. Yeah. But well, let me let me close things out with <laughs> funny story, a happier story actually from my perspective. But one of the few, one of the highs, I guess you could say, was two thousand six against the Cowboys when was Troy Benson who blocked that field goal and Sean Taylor picks up the fumble, gets a face mask, drives it with zero time left, has an untimed down. And we've got Nick Novak, of all people, ready ready to kick a field goal to win a game on an untimed down. If you're a Redskins fan, I'm sure you've watched this over and over again, as be, but God, this is an awesome moment. I mean, more so for me than for you. And I think you know where I'm going with this. But yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah so uh, Novak uh, prior to that kicks a field goal that was about, what, 15 yards off the actual field goal. It looked like there was no chance in hell that thing was going to. That, that yeah, I he, think it hit a cheerleader. <laughs> I think. <laughs> it <knocked her> out. <laughs> and so you know, in this one, we're like, what was it something a forty-six yarder or something like that? The first one that he missed and and
1: blew right was forty-nine, and I think this one was forty-seven.
0: Yeah, forty-seven
1: after the penalty.
0: And we were just like, "There ain't no way this is going in. No way. No way." And, and you know, and it goes back. Everything that can go wrong will go wrong. Something great happened. There's no way that he's going to hit this.
1: Yeah, and they were going to lose in overtime.
0: Yeah, right. guaranteed. Yeah, never get the ball back. You know, yeah. just drive it down their throats. Game over. Anyway, amazingly, this no, Nick Novak character bombs this field goal barely. Barely. Barely went <laughs> in. Barely went. in. Went over the right
1: part of the right part of the uh, field goal. I mean, almost clipped the bottom bar. <laughs> uh, it was it was so bad, but well, it bom- went in.
0: Bombs for him. He, and you know, he had an okay career after that, but surprisingly, I can't believe it, but so it goes in and then we were Nolan and I are screaming, we go, "It's good!" Noll screams, but his hands are up in the air. And um, we have ceiling fans in, in the, our parents' house in Florida back in the day. And if you ever been to Florida, they have very powerful ceiling fans. This thing was like an airplane propeller. <laughs> and his hand goes up and it goes right into this fan. So I'm, I'm, I'm cheering and Noel is holding his hand in a fetal position. And so I'm cheering and laughing all at the same time and worried I was going to get the shit kicked out of me. So
1: yeah, I, couldn't believe I, loved, I, I couldn't believe I didn't lose my fucking finger. I would have had a documentary at that point for my, my, my fight back to use my hand again.
0: Well, if anybody would have had a flesh eating bacteria, I have no doubt it would have been you. you yes. Know, but, yes. But, but it was awesome. And, and Noel uh, isn't very when anybody makes fun of his his pain, he doesn't take it very well. So I was, I was a little concerned about that. but anyway, I was still so happy about the
1: Redskins <laughs> winning that it kind of balanced it out a little bit, but I didn't fully get to enjoy it.
0: Um, um, but I know you did. Oh, that was great. It was amazing. And I'll always remember that great high in Redskins lore with Noel almost losing his finger. Anyway, well, that will do it for our very first episode. We're going to be here daily again, so please subscribe to our podcasts and all platforms rate us and review us that's a huge help so please do that listen every day it's going to be 20 30 minutes short and you uh, can listen anytime on demand so thank you again and we will see you tomorrow